A good morning. A mix of sun and cloud today with a high of minus 7. With a wind chill, it's going to feel like minus 17. No trial, no plea bargain. Just 29 guilty pleas from the driver responsible for the humble Broncos bus crash. Jaskarat Sidhu entered his pleas yesterday in a Saskatchewan court. Sentencing is scheduled for January 28th. Now many of the victims and their families are saying they appreciate the process not being drawn out longer than it has to be. Oilers lost 7-2 to in San Jose last night and play Florida tomorrow night at Rogers Place. Perhaps what everyone is talking about is the Orthodox Christmas miracle that happened. Milan Lucic got his first goal since the opening game of the season, but it still wasn't enough. The freezing father, also known as Peter Burgess, is out at Rainbow Valley Campground right now. Yes, in those temperatures around minus 30. He has been there for the past five days in honor of his three-year-old daughter, Alain, who passed away unexpectedly about 10 years ago. His goal is to raise $15,000 for the Stollery Children's Hospital. Matt will be going to visit him a little later this morning. And if you missed the announcement yesterday morning, the Hunter Brothers will be coming to Cook County Saloon for a Kiss and Country invite-only concert. Now, as we mentioned, the only way to go is to win your way in, and that's what's happening exactly right now with the Too Early for a Question question. Exactly, Jack. Yesterday, we found out a third of people have already returned a Christmas gift since Christmas. The question today for a Hunter Brothers uh, invitation-only tickets, 38% of people surveyed say they ignore these warnings. Though they're warned, they don't care. They just do it. Do I ignore them? <laughs> Oh, definitely. Yeah, <laughs> definitely. <laughs> definitely. Uh, you and I would ignore these all the time, these Jack. warnings. Jack would never ignore this warning, I don't think. Ooh. No, I don't think so. It's because right. I worry too much. Yeah, well, you know, you, maybe there's a reason in this case. But I don't, yeah, Matt and I would definitely ignore this warning, but Jack wouldn't. 780-421-1039. You want to go to the Hunter Brothers. Be the first person to answer the too early for a question question this morning. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Speaking of winning, this is what we do every day at this time. It's the too early for a question question. It's 780-421-1039. The question this morning, 38% of people surveyed say they ignore these warnings. What is the warning? Uh, alcohol. Jack yeah. doesn't ignore alcohol. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. one. <laughs> I guess the pregnancy ones I, get, I yeah, follow. Yeah, that was the only one. You know what? It's not alcohol, Jerry, but thanks, buddy. Okay, man. Good morning. Is it check engine light? The check engine light. <laughs> I oh. thought about that, too. <laughs> this little light of mine, yeah. I'm going to let it shine. <laughs> It'll be fine just this trip. <laughs> you know what? It's not the check engine light, but that's a great guess. Thank you. Uh, thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right, Nicole, 38% of us actually say we ignore these warnings. What are the warnings we ignore? Um, prescriptions. On, like, prescriptions and medicines and stuff. Oh, oh yeah. When you get uh, antibiotics, you finish that whole bottle. Nobody ever does, though. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> or, like, don't don't include alcohol in this or don't uh, mm-hmm. don't attempt to run yeah. a bulldozer after you've had But these. I love running heavy equipment <laughs> when I'm on NyQuil. <laughs> you know what? It's not, but that's a very good guess. Thank you. Okay, thanks. All right, see you later. Hey, Lisa, what do you think the answer is this morning? I think maybe possibly low fuel. Low fuel. Oh, I yeah. can make it. Yeah, it's fun to play that game, isn't it? I love dry tanking it. Yeah. <laughs> but how come it goes like 50 kilometers to like zero all of a sudden? Have yeah. you ever had that happen? You're like... <gasps> I'm actually kind of close to that right now. Well, lucky gas is only 84 cents a liter. Nice. You'll never yeah. feel more alive when you're running on zero. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. 38% of people say they ignore this warning. What is the warning? Um, road signs. 
Road signs. <laughs> That's only a suggestion. Well, you tell them what happened this morning, Chris. <laughs> yeah, well, I might have ignored a road sign, but uh, anyway, I got here yeah. safely and soundly thanks to the officer <laughs> that guided me to the radio station. Um, <laughs> it's not road signs, but thank you very much. All right. Bye-bye. All right, Carissa, what do you think uh, the answer is this morning? Food recall. Yeah, like recalling food recalls, right? You know what? You got it. That's actually the answer. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. Good job. Have you been munching on romaine lettuce despite the E. coli? Yeah. No. You haven't? I bought a bunch of uh, um, romaine lettuce because it was really cheap for some reason. Good price. I know why. It's covered in listeria. (laughs) But but we ended up we ended up (laughs) we ended up throwing it away actually because Karen said you never ate it. And I'm like, oh, I don't think it was because I was scared. I just I don't know. I because everything else in the fridge looked way better than lettuce. Uh, (laughs) Guess what? You are going to see the Hunter Brothers. They're awesome. Oh my gosh! Yes. Yeah. Good job. Saloon. Way to go. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Jack, uh, you went to the gym for the first time in 2019 last <laughs> night, did you? I did. I decided it was time to go a week into the new year, and I usually go to this class at Twilliger on Tuesday nights. Yep. So it starts at 5.45, and I was like, you know what? It is January 8th. It is going to be packed. Yep. So I arrived at about 5.15. No one. No one. No one. And it continued that way till 5.45. There was literally, it was such an empty class. I could people have given up on I'm, January 8th. Because, uh, man, because they said, like, I know my my daughter went to, the uh, first day after the New Year, she went to the gym she usually goes to, and she says it was so annoying because there's all these people there that are not, not normally there. But that, again, that was, again, January 2nd. Yeah. January I, 8th. I guess by the, and the gym didn't even seem exceptionally busy everywhere. Mm. I mean, even like the workout rooms and stuff. No, I mean, this was just a normal, everyday class, if not quieter. There you go. Sad, but and, good for me. <laughs> yeah. So are you gonna are you gonna continue to go? No. No. <laughs> new uh, year, new me. <laughs> okay. Not. Got it. All right. So it'll be completely empty next week at this yeah. time. You're listening to the Kiss in Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Kiss in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. There is a well. He's a BC boy, a Sean Austin. You belong with me. He's another one of those guys who actually uh, dabbled in some professional uh, athletics, baseball, oh. as a matter of fact. And I think he was a bat. Uh, oh, I'm gonna call. I would say bad catcher, but that would drive a lot of people, including Matt crazy. I think he was a catcher. And uh, it didn't end up working out, but uh, because it didn't, uh, now we get to enjoy him as a Canadian uh, Canadian country music artist, which is awesome. Hey, uh, we're going to check in with our buddy Matt, who's uh, checking in with our buddy uh, uh, Peter uh, Peter Burgess. I was going to say Peter Friesen, but he is Friesen this morning. Friesen father. Exactly. And and we'll see how that's going. I want to do a real quick shout out to, and again, he did not do this for a shout out on the radio, but Mike Armitage is a buddy of mine, construction man to the stars. (laughs) He's got uh, his construction company. It's awesome. Yesterday, he heard us talking about the fact that uh, uh, the Hudson Strong t-shirts, remember little Hudson, of course, on October 21st, uh, got the H1N1 flu and uh, was on life support. And uh, boy, oh boy, he's still at the Stollery now. And he's uh, such a courageous young boy. You were talking about that yesterday, right? He's been fighting this uh, this yeah. life-threatening battle and he's an inspiration. He really is. And everybody around him have rallied and uh, he got a chance to finally meet Connor McDavid just before Christmas. Yeah, and it so was just cute. a beautiful thing. But we had these t-shirts, thanks to the Colin Bruce Mortgage team, uh, that uh, they bought that were available at United Sports and cycle and we found out uh, yesterday there was about 40 youth sizes left uh, uh, Mike Armitage gave me a call he says hey Chris why don't I just buy those 40 sheer shirts and uh, why don't we give them to somebody and I said hey maybe uh, Ronald McDonald House would take them for the little kids there oh and my gosh it's perfect so that's exactly what happened the shirts will now be bought 
they'll be completely sold out. The rest of them will be going and there'll be little people at, at Ronald McDonald House wearing Hudson Strong t-shirts and that's what's happening. So, and all those funds go to the Stollery. Yeah. So we're hoping. Thank you, Mike. Exactly. Beautiful. So we're hoping next week when we do the Stollery Children's Hospital mm-hmm. Radiothon, uh, we'll be able to announce how much money was raised and maybe even actually meet Hudson for the first time, which mm-hmm. would be really cool. So cool is exactly what's happening with the weather. Yeah. And we'll check in with Matt and the freezing father right after Keith Urban on Kissing Country. You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Keith Urban wasted time kissing the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. Speaking of Keith Urban. Yes, we just got this text. I saw a clip of Keith Urban singing to a young lady in hospice care. Now, I'm not exactly sure where it was, but it was so touching. My hat's off to him. I respect him now more than I ever did. There you go. I uh, love that. It's a 6.38. It's a, a chilly this morning at minus 9, but the wind is making it feel a whole lot colder as we say good morning to our buddy Matt DeBurs. Uh, Matt, where are you right now? I'm at the Rainbow Valley Campground, and I'm cold. And you're cold. <laughs> yeah, you've been there for five minutes, and you're cold. Can you imagine, Peter uh, Burgess, the freezing father that's been there since uh, Friday. Friday? I think he's with us right now. How are you doing, Pete? I'm doing okay. Um a year older, uh, <laughs> the bones are old. Uh, I was a little cold last night for the first time ever. Really? Uh, and yeah, what are I you got, what are you sleeping in? I have a, a Outfitters uh, uh, sleeping bag that uh, Cabela's gave us. Yes, actually. yeah. And uh, it's not the sleeping bag's fault; it's my fault. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I got kind of hot and warm and damp last night. Yes. And uh, that's not good. No, 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 no. Yeah, exactly. There's only so much the uh, sleeping bag can do in that case. Uh, do you do you have the frosticles on your uh, your your nostrils? Uh, not not yet. No, uh, but uh, that'll come with uh, with breathing. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> just just too bad. to a minimum at night. Yeah, don't yeah, breathe. You got to do that. <laughs> don't breathe, Peter. Don't breathe. Uh, oh well, well, you know what? We are just so proud of you, and, and you know that the the timing we've got, of course, the Stoller Children's Hospital Radiothon, mm-hmm. which we'll see you at next week. Uh, and, and this is just kind of a a reminder of uh, you know the amazing things that they do, even though a little a little of land lost, of course. It, it was just uh, Jack. You you've uh, weren't really familiar with the story, and you did some research on it, and uh, you just again, you just imagine being a mother and going through what uh, uh, the the Burgess family did, and uh, you know the fact that now you're trying to give back, and you've done this for so many years. Oh yeah, Peter, what you're doing is just so inspiring and and so brave given your battle and your journey with the Stollery and Alain. Mm. Well, thank you so much. Um, You know, it's it's the least I can do. Uh, uh, The Stollery, I don't know if you've been to the Stollery yet. I hope you never have to go, but uh, if, if if your child's sick, yeah, that's the place you want to be in mm-hmm. in in like the world. Yeah. Um, and uh, uh, so sleeping out here, uh, there's kids in there having spinal taps and and fighting for their lives. This is this yeah. is Mickey Mouse out here. Yeah. Well, the least you could have done is nothing. So I think you've done. <laughs> <laughs> if you, I know that game. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you're doing a lot. Yeah, you're doing a lot. And again, we need to get you to that fifteen thousand mm-hmm. dollars. You're trying to raise money for a specific piece of equipment. Are you? Actually, we're we're raising money uh, for they've renovated the PICU, the mm-hmm. pediatric ICU. Yeah, and so uh, it's it's just sort of a general okay um, uh, raise this year. And uh, uh, yeah, it's 
there's always a need, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, we got to get you back to to your house where you know it'll always be damp. You're like me; you're a sweater, uh, <laughs> yeah. but 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 the dampness won't create frostbite, and uh, so we got to make that happen as soon as possible. Uh, people can, uh, we'll, you know, if they want. The, to text us at 103939. We'll text them the link, but uh, again, they can find it. Just uh, just Google Freezing Father, and you can find out how to Comes give. Comes up right? right there. Yep. Should I give him his gift? Yeah, give him his gift. Uh, you know what? No, oh, hang on. No. Hang, on a, wait, wait. hang on a second. Hang on a second. We're going to give you, because uh, Matt says, I'm really going to mm-hmm. going to give him something that he really is going to enjoy on, a, on, a, on an absolutely freezing day in Edmonton. What is that gift? We'll get to that in a moment. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's six fifty-two. We've got uh, well some complications in the, the the weather this morning with the uh, just the wind chill. It's really really nasty, and we'll get to that in just a moment. Coming up shortly after seven o'clock, parent shaming. It's a new. Th- I don't know if it's a new thing. It's always been a thing. I think it's just running more rampant than usual. Yeah, because of social media and the ability to you know yes. tell other people how to raise their kids. And we've got some people that want to talk about it. And we also have a story from uh, Thomas Rhett that happened. Right, he got shamed. That's on the way. But again, uh, if you're just tuning in, our own Matt. Burrs is out at the Rainbow Valley Campground. He's hanging out for just a few minutes, but again, Peter Burgess, the freezing father, he's done this for three years after losing his uh, daughter, Alain, suddenly at the age of three years old. Just a tragic and traumatic thing. Um, but uh, this many years later, I think it's about 10 years later, if I'm not you mistaken, um, he's now trying to raise money for Stollery because he just knows what a great place it is. So um, he did this last year, so he's doing it again this year. And Matt's about to give him his special gift. All right, are you ready to receive, Peter? I am. I'm. Uh, it, it's always been a uh, an interesting gift. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> we can say that about his Christmas presents too. <laughs> <laughs> hey, at least you, you're getting something. But anyway. Uh, all, right, uh, all right. All right. Go ahead, Matt. Give him okay. his gift for the year. Last year, I gave you a blizzard. Yep. <laughs> I mean, everybody comes here with hot chocolate and hot food and stuff like that. So I want to keep the theme going. And here's an ice cream sandwich. Yes. Yes. Do you like Oreo? <laughs> it's an Oreo, and it's 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 mushy, so I'll eat it. Yeah, that's my bad. I <laughs> Thank you so much. Uh, and I want to see you enjoy that right now. Oh, you don't have to. <laughs> uh, thanks, guys. I know I really want to thank you for all you do for the story uh, and, and other charities. You guys are great. Awesome. Um, yeah, looking forward to the radio song. All right, awesome. Hey, you know what? I don't want to tell you why that ice cream sandwich is mushy either. You don't want to know where. You I wouldn't eat it if I were you. You don't want to know where it was. Check the expiry date. Okay. <laughs> You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. It's a 707. Again, the story in Trending Jack about uh, Thomas Rhett. Yes, he posted a photo to Instagram of him flying on a private jet with his daughter, Ada. The only problem was that people are having is the fact that he was strapped in and she was sitting on his lap. Now, we should mention she's about a year and a half years old. All right. So uh, we're parent shaming stories. We've got a whole bunch on Facebook. You can text us or call us if you've got frustrations. And Betsy, you're up first. You can really relate to Thomas Red, huh? Oh, God, can I ever. Yeah. I can't even tell you how many times I've been shamed on social media. So. Yeah, yeah. Parenting <laughs> okay. shame, huh? Yes, it's horrible. Okay. People like look at the picture and then they do not understand like there are other things going on around this. I mean, like, who knows? She could have been like throwing a fit or something and he was just trying to comfort her for like two seconds. Right. 
And then, you know, somebody snapped a picture because she finally calmed down. Right, right, and right. And he just happened to be wearing a seatbelt. I don't know. Right, right. Like, there's been times where I've, like, been wearing a coat. and My kids haven't been wearing a coat because they ripped it off. <laughs> and people are like, what are you doing out there without a coat on your kid? And I'm like, I had a coat on my kid. <laughs> Not my fault they ripped it off. Yes, if only they could see five <laughs> seconds before the oh, photo. Yeah. Interesting. We went to, like, one music festival, and we were in the shade the whole time. Like the whole time we were not in the sun whatsoever, yeah. but somebody asked to take a picture. So we stood up for the picture in our kid's head, our daughter, who was like a baby at the time, her head was in the picture for the two seconds. Well, it was in the sun for the two sec- seconds. We yeah. took the picture and both of our moms were like, why don't you have a hat on her? Head? <laughs> <laughs> like we were in the shade. It's not even other parents now. It's our moms. No, it's our moms. <laughs> so you think context is a big thing with with parent shamers. They don't get the full context, so they're 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 commenting on something they know nothing about. Oh, for sure, for sure. Oh, definitely. Like they have no like if you see a kid in a car seat, for example, like the car's not moving. They just got out of the car, but their kid was doing something cute or whatever. And they, like, unbuckled their kid. And then, like, people are like, why don't you have your child buckled in your car seat? Like, who's going to drive around with their kid unbuckled? Like, right, <laughs> right. <laughs> Think about it. Be- <laughs> Betsy, I love this. And, and we were talking about it before you got on the line with us. And Jack said, you know, she gets a uh, parent shame, too. Because Quite she, a bit. You, you, I mean, you, you post okay. enough about your kid. It's, it's going to happen, but, but, yep. but you say sometimes they're actually right. Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I like to give them the benefit of the doubt. I mean, really, it does come from a place of caring, so I do appreciate the shamers. However, if I'm not going to take that advice if I think it's stupid. I just am yeah. like, all right, Isn't fine. It's caring, and, and our kids grew up before social media. I was telling you guys, my son Carter was a big part of my radio show. He did this Carter's Question for about 10 years, and, and he'd do it every day at 5, and so we created a picture of him on the website. There was internet back then and there was a picture of him and he had long hair and and he had a perm and he was just the cutest little guy somebody wrote me a personal letter telling me how dare you perm your kid's hair god would have made it curly if god wanted it curly like for example well, right to so, be fair don't give your kid a perm well, <laughs> i mean in this case though chris they were right yeah it's probably true in, in some cases they are Wait, right There's are you guys per- parent shaming chris yeah. <laughs> i mean no yeah. i don't know the context yeah that's it And, you know, and I shouldn't say this. I should not say this. I know you guys say that these parents are doing this out of caring. I'm, I shouldn't say this, but I'm going to. You know, some of those parents probably got kids in jail too. Right? You, know what I'm, you know what I'm saying? It's like because just because my son robbed a bank doesn't mean I didn't do a good job raising him as a baby. Just because my, it does. Just because my kid, yeah, just because my kid robbed a bank doesn't mean I can't tell your kid how to put your seatbelt on, right? I mean, but I, I something tells me that some of those people are frustrated with the way things have worked out in their yeah. own lives or with their own kids, and now they want to try to tell you how to raise your kids. But and that could just be. But you take it with a grain of salt, right? I mean, some of them, you're totally right. But sometimes I did suck as a parent, and I probably should have put that seatbelt higher. (laughs) Okay, well, that's like a safety issue. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's not taking your kid from the shade to the shade. Right. Right. Like, yeah. Well, well, okay, Betsy. You feel better, Betsy? No, you still, you're really frustrated, aren't you? I was, cathartic to talk about it i will betsy why didn't you bring a beach umbrella you're just not thinking i know i didn't think ahead like in a a crowded city why wouldn't i carry one around (laughs) all right we're gonna ask everybody else what is your frustration what are your thoughts on we call what it call it parent shaming yeah parent shaming betsy do you have a message for all these people just mind your business mind your own business 
You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Oh, yes. Life was a lot more simple when Thomas Rhett was 16. He was not getting hammered on nope. the internet because uh, uh, his child wasn't in a seatbelt on an airplane. But that's, again, you throw enough stuff out there, you're going to upset people. It's just kind of the way it is. I don't know if you've noticed, but like on social media, it's like that uh, it's kind of can be a real angry place. <laughs> people especially, just looking for fights. Especially Facebook. There's so many people that say, I'm just done with it. I just can't stand yeah, the, the an angry bitter, one. angry, smart aleck people on there. And they've just kind of got rid of it. By the way, join the Kissing Country facebook page if you can <laughs> cisn there's less fighting on our page we try That's true. we try to make it that way but we're looking for your parent shaming stories yes this texter says about the parent shaming thing guys someone tried to shame my parents when i was a kid because i was a little rough around the edges and i cursed like a sailor mm. so i turned around and i told them to f off which didn't help the situation <laughs> sick of boy <laughs> This it. person says, hey, guys, we do our best parenting before we have kids. After that, we use whatever survival skills we need. Yeah. Can confirm. It's true. It's you go survival. in with the best of intentions. You're like, oh, man. When you're watching others before you've been through it, it's just like it seems, yeah. Oh, you know what I would do? You know what oh, you should do? Yeah. Everything I said I would never do, I've done everything. I don't want to say this, but I have more respect for Jack now. Yeah. As a parent, I'm like, Phew. She's an all-star mom. Thanks. You don't want to see it. <laughs> I'll take it. <laughs> Your chance to win uh, Little Big Town tickets coming up. Hang on. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Parent shaming. We're Just talking wait till about you have your that. own. <laughs> the, the internet. Uh, yeah, it, you know what? It's made this whole thing even worse where people are on Facebook and you post a picture and all of a sudden somebody's telling you, you know, you shouldn't have done that. You shouldn't have done this. And we're looking for your stories. This text says the whole shaming thing of everyone has gotten out of control. I think most of the time it's actually not coming from a good place. I'm sure people are only pointing out stuff because it makes them feel better about themselves. My 21-year-old daughter was buying beef jerky in a chocolate bar at the store and the cashier proceeded to lecture her on making healthier choices hmm. and she was not a bodybuilder herself people just need to mind their own business parenting is hard enough without having all of the holier than thou people giving their opinions hoity toities is somebody called for every piece of beef jerky i bought <laughs> <laughs> shame spiral uh-huh. big time all right what about you agnes uh, when's the last time you were shamed i was at walmart and my daughter was constantly running away from me so i kind of just like Hit around the corner to see if she would notice. <laughs> yes. And she actually hasn't run off on me since. Okay. There you go. So you give her a little bit of a scare, but you were always, you were yeah, always going to get to her. Yeah, you're still watching her. I had an eye on her the whole time, but I had some random woman hmm. lipping me off. Yeah, yeah. Behind my back, thinking I couldn't hear her. You, yeah, no you, one should judge anybody at no. Walmart. I, and, and you, <laughs> you really shouldn't. Help. You're listening to the Kissing Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Now at eight o'clock, Jack, you were talking about this story that's gone viral. Strange thing in California where a guy's licking a doorbell, right? Yeah, a doorbell camera. It's come out. He was licking it for three hours straight. And this is in California. They say they know who the guy is, but he is still at large. Yeah. What possesses a man? To lick it not for five minutes, not for one hour, not for two, but three. Something. Drugs. (laughs) (laughs) That's not been confirmed. That's just my assumption. (laughs) And I think it's a pretty safe one. Bath salts. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway, so they caught it on the the, 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 the cam, right? Yeah, the the doorbell cam. The doorbell cam, which I don't have one of these things. Do you have one of these things, Matt? I don't. We're thinking no. about getting one. All right. Jack's got one. It's awesome. Yeah. yeah. I you love see, it. Have you seen people licking your doorbell? <laughs> Not yet. No. <laughs> I'm remind us of it. the time when you thought you were getting burgled. <laughs> yeah. 
Yes. So there was a time a couple months ago and all of a sudden I heard this like stomp, stomp, stomp on our porch mm. and then stomp, stomp, stomp back. And I was like, that's weird. Like nobody rang the doorbell. Nobody did anything. Right. And I looked outside my front window and there were steps looking up to the big front window and a face print on the front window mm. and then steps back. So I was like, oh my gosh, someone is looking in my house to come and kidnap me. So the first thing Jack does naturally at that point is... <laughs> Well, I tweeted about it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I just wanted the entire world to know that if I'm kidnapped, yeah. I knew about yeah, it. Don't, like, call the, don't call the don't call the police. What I want to know? Yeah. The police. <laughs> yeah. So as it turns out, and then I called my husband Bob because yeah. he was not home at the time. Yeah. And he was like, Jackie, look at the doorbell camera. We'll catch everything. And yeah. lo and behold, it did. Yeah. And it was just two kids looking at our bearded dragon. <laughs> there you go. They were just peeking in, checking it out. <laughs> they were. And mm-hmm. you can hear it too. They're like, look at that. Is yeah. that a snake? Yeah. Whoa. Let this so, be a lesson to you. Don't put your bearded dragon in your front window. No, uh, not a good idea. However, that doorbell camera saved me. Yeah. I felt safer after knowing that those kids were just looking at my bearded dragon. You almost got assaulted by a couple of 12-year-olds. I did. <laughs> yeah, they could have kidnapped me. Do you have a story about uh, your uh, doorbell cam- camera? Have you seen something strange? Has something weird happened? I'm sure it's not the licking story, but, you know, it's, <laughs> anyway, these things are becoming a They a, capture a, everything. Everything. Right now, you could check out what's happening in your front I door, sure right? can, and it really makes it handy for Amazon packages. Right. Why? Because then you know they're there? Yeah. See the face of the person taking your package. Exactly. (laughs) You're listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. James Barker Band, and we go good together. Kissin' in the morning with Chris, Jack, and Matt. It's 808. You know, I was just thinking, guys, as we were enjoying that beautiful song, I never want to rush the days because you should just take advantage of every day because the, uh, you know, the years go by fast, Matt, as I've told you many times. But I cannot wait until like at 8 o'clock in the morning. It's like, like light. It will be nice. (laughs) It would be really good. It's ridiculous. It really is. But anyway, I know we get the long days in the summer, but I'd like a happy medium myself. I don't, and this working this shift in the mornings is is more difficult. It's a lot more fun when it's light out. It really is. But anyway. Yeah. I mean, yeah. What are you going to do? We can't really change the position of the sun, I guess. And the location of our city. Yeah. That one's the the real. But I'll take. (laughs) <laughs> the long nights in the summer. I like you go on vacation to like Mexico or something like that. Yeah, and like it's summer, but the sun goes down. It, it feels weird. Like, yeah, that is true. Hmm. Yeah, yeah, it's true. Like yeah, five o'clock. That like when we're in Mexico or whatever. It's like yeah, it's dark. It's starting at five. to get dark. So there you go. Anyway, just an observation nice from a guy. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I think there's others that probably, it is a tough time after Christmas just kind of dealing with it, which is why, you know, they say it's a very depressing time of the year. And by the way, this is a perfect opportunity to remind you that if you're feeling down, if you feel like that, that you know, it's never late enough for you, try to get help. Talk to somebody, you know, because this is just a tough, tough time of the year. You hear all the different stories of, unfortunately, uh, things that do happen. All right, let's switch gears now to doorbells. Got it. And licking them. <laughs> Did you see yeah. the video of the guy actually licking the doorbell? Uh, yeah. He, like, he straight up, there's a video of him just like going to town on it. Yeah. <laughs> I only watched like five minutes of it. <laughs> I wonder how, like, didn't his neck cramp up or his back? Like he was bent over. Hmm. Like, jaw. Yeah. Here's the question. He started in one position. I'm like, is he going to do all three hours in that one position? Then he, he craned his neck the other way. Here's the question, Matt. I, I think I know the answer for me, but if you had to lick a doorbell for three minutes or watch The Bachelor for, or for three hours or watch The Bachelor for three hours, which one would you choose? I think I'd lick the doorbell. You guys, one and the same. Yeah. <laughs> really. Drugs. The TV equivalent of licking a doorbell. Do you have a doorbell camera story for us? That's what we're looking for. Yes, and we did get one from uh, Nicole here. She says, I did a porch 
pickup sale, which basically means you're trusting that person. You're saying, put the money in the mailbox and I'm going to leave the item out on my porch. She said, I actually had two that day and I watched a guy put the money in that he owed for something and take out the money that the other person had put in. And he laughed and took his item and walked away. Then he texted me and said, oh, your money's in the mailbox. When I messaged him to say, oh, actually, I saw what you did and you better bring my money back, he at first didn't reply. And then when I said, I'm going to the police, if you don't bring my money back in an hour, he just said, oh, I'm so sorry. And he brought it back. I was so mad. I couldn't believe that he actually brought it back. It was just $10. What are you doing, you greaseball? Mm. You gave the guy your phone number. Like. You got to give the money. Yeah. Assume that everybody has a camera. That's the thing. Like so many people just think, oh, they don't have, nobody has cameras, but you can buy them at Costco, at Best Buy now. Everyone should have a camera. If you're a criminal, find a different way to scam people. All right. Like <laughs> take money from offering plates at church. You know? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> yeah. They have cameras there too now, I'm guessing. <laughs> Probably. Probably. Sa- sadly because of that. You're listening to the Kiss and Country Chris, Jack and Matt podcast. They'll be at the Big Valley Jamboree and Cameras this August long weekend, and we can't wait. It's Old Dominion and Hotel Key. Kiss in the morning with Chris Sheets, Jacqueline Sweeney, Good morning. Matt DeBurs, Hi. and most importantly you. We're about 16 minutes away from your chance to play and win with little Big Town tickets, and we will revisit this whole uh, parent-shaming thing after uh, Thomas Rhett uh, got uh, parent-shamed on the internet. You, you put enough uh, stuff about your kids out there. Sooner or later, people are going to find offense to something, and they're going to tell you exactly what you should do. And we have gotten like hundreds of text hmm. messages about that story. So we hear you. We will revisit it coming up uh, shortly. Uh, last night, I was watching uh, the Edmonton Oilers play the San Jose Sharks, and Jack was uh, uh, texting me about some things, and I said, well, you know, just watching the Oilers game, and she sent me a gif of a roller coaster. <laughs> and that's the, the ups and the downs, the highs and the lows. I felt you'd appreciate that. Yeah, yeah oh, they man. call the thing hockey. But I did tell a buddy of mine before the game, I said, Milan Lucic is going to score a goal tonight. You probably text the guy the same thing every no, single I, game. I have never said that before, but I could tell right off the bat, he was just, he, it was just something that was going to happen. And sure enough, halfway through the game, he finally scored. He scored on his very first shot of the year. Jeez. And so it was looking real good, but then he's had like a 41 day, uh, 41 game drought. And so they, you know, he, you know, he's, he scored many goals in his career. And so it's just, it's been a ridiculous drought for him. So when he finally scored, you could just see, he looked to the heavens and went, thank you. And all all, all is well. Then the Oilers lose seven, two. Yeah. Yeah. But anyway, it's just, it's a long, you know, there's a lot lot of pressure for sure. But I mean, he makes a lot of money to take that pressure, but still, anyway, it was, it was good to see. And everybody on the internet was going crazy about it. So, right. I saw it. Yeah. yeah. Everyone was happy. Everyone was making <laughs> jokes. And then they lost. <laughs> As Euler Twitter does. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, uh, hopefully uh, they get on a bit of a roll now. They're back home for three games. And, uh, Do you still think they're going to make the playoffs, Chris? I think it's... Is there still a chance? Yes. Absolutely. There's always a chance. <laughs> well, well... No, not always. But they're, they're, yeah, they're just a couple games out of a playoff spot now. Okay. If, they got, if they got on a roll, if they just... The break's got to start going our way sooner or later. So yeah, right. it's the breaks. Yeah, <laughs> I love the Oilers. I know you do, but anyway, he's not as yeah. I'm more even keel. Maybe yeah. my roller coaster is only going down. <laughs> You're like the kitty coaster. <laughs> hey, thanks for listening to the Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. If people want to find out more about Jack, where do they got to go? You can go at Kissin underscore Jack J A C K on Twitter. What about you, Matt? I'm Matt D Builder on Twitter. 
All right, because you're building all the time. That's right. How about you, Chris? <laughs> well, I'm at Chris Sheets. Everybody spells my name wrong, S-C-H-E-E-T-Z. And don't forget about this podcast. Yes, you can rate, review, and subscribe so you never miss a moment of all the fun we have. If you enjoyed it, tell a friend. Thank you very much. Bye. Thanks for listening to the Kissin' Country Chris, Jack, and Matt podcast. Listen live weekday mornings from 5 on Kissin' Country 103.9.